0: Alex Sparks I am one of the co-founders of keep exploring uh, and I'm Brett Hawkins on the other half of keep exploring and I'm the graphic designer um, order shipper lots of other tasks that I do but yeah awesome. that's me cool
1: so my first question is kind of how this all started um, and like kind of explaining your initial road trip
2: cool okay so Alex speaking I lived in Los Angeles for a couple years going to film school, so I was moving back to Texas, getting married, kind of uh, becoming an adult, I guess, and so Brett and I had this idea, and we'd had this kind of concept of Keep Exploring, and we talked about it but had never really done much with it, and so we we kind of weren't really sure what we wanted to do with it, and we came up with a big red flag, and we kind of got some fabric and stitched it together and just kind of used it to document our trip as I, as we drove back from California to Texas and it kind of just, I don't know, it sparked a reason for us to get out of our car and to take the long route and so we did that and then people started asking about it and it kind of snowballed from there. That's like the condensed version. Mm -hmm. Awesome.
1: Um, So... I read on your site that you guys didn't know how to sew a flag before you.
0: <laughs> yeah, we we always joke about how we were both homeschooled up until sixth grade, so it's kind of surprising that we weren't expert <laughs> seamstresses. <laughs> <laughs> so we we um, we just we didn't even have a sewing machine. We just like bought some thread and needle from like a Joanne's down the street from Alex's college, and just kind of got to work. We bought the Fabric from like down in the Fashion District in LA, which sounds super hip and cool, but it was really just a bunch of like felt like uh, like storage units, and they just smelled really bad. And it was kind of a sketchy part of town. But the fabric we ended up getting was like suede, red velvet on one side, and like denim on the other side. So I'm <laughs> pretty curious what other uses that would have other than making a flag, but. Right. <laughs> the one does and yeah, just like hand-stitched it on the floor of his dorm room. So nice. that's
2: kind of the first one was made.
1: Yeah, so what does the flag represent?
2: Oh, man, that's the big one. That's a big, that's a big, big question. <laughs> yeah, I think that's something we've kind of been trying to figure out since the whole thing started. I mean, for us, it was we were trying to make something that didn't really have a name, it just kind of had, a tagline and just a project that was a call to action to go exploring whatever that really meant and honestly like we weren't the world's biggest explorers then we still aren't like we we like to explore we we go on trips and we try to but a lot of life isn't exploring and so I think that's kind of what it's evolved into over the years is trying to encourage people to seek out those we call them mountaintop experiences, but also acknowledge that daily life isn't always isn't always that. It's not always hiking Yosemite, and so sometimes it's just finding new things to do in life. But I think that the flag is a symbol. I think that for us, like it connects us to the greater Keep Exploring community, and so I think seeing the flag pop up all over the world gives people who own a flag a sense of connectivity to those people and, and kind of inspires those adventures in themselves.
1: Right, yeah. That's an awesome answer. <laughs>
2: um, Thank you.
1: You're welcome. <laughs> uh, so is it kind of crazy to see how far this has all come since you guys started it?
0: Yeah, it's pretty wild. I mean, it's easy to kind of get bogged down like with the day-to-day tasks of, like, we just are doing our taxes this week or we moved warehouses like a month ago, and um, it's easy to just get bogged down by those more businessy things. But pretty much every time we get an email or like someone tags us on Instagram, like taking the flag to a new place is always a super humbling and really cool experience. Um, but yeah, and like we talk with people about how crazy it is that like this little thing that we used to so in our guest bedroom has now like traveled to every continent in the world and been on Mount Fuji and in Austin, Texas and
1: mm-hmm.
0: on in Yosemite. And yeah, it's, it's really wild. And like Alex said, we're not the guys that are like full-time travelers and make a living off of like photographing their adventures. We, each of us has like kind of like day jobs I guess we, we're both freelance workers like here in Denton, Texas and mm-hmm. so I mean Keep Exploring really is only a cool and interesting project because of all the people that have bought a flag and taken it around and supported us and been part of the movement so That's nice. yeah it's a really really cool and humbling yeah. thing.
1: Yeah definitely. Has there ever been a time when the company has gotten a little overwhelming and you guys have wanted to kind of call it quits?
2: to heavy hitter I mean, I yeah and so part of part of that and part of the i guess like the back side of the keep exploring story is we've like we're not great businessmen we've learned as we've gone it kind of started as a project uh, more than a business and so lots of little things we had to learn as we go like we didn't have a bank account for the first 15 months of the business we <laughs> like, didn't track receipts or expenses Whoops. or anything like that. We were <laughs> kind of rolling, and then finally we we talked to a friend of ours, and he, like, works at a bank, and he was like, yeah, guys, you're, like, making, like, enough money that you need to be tracking this stuff. It's not just, like, a fun little project. And so we were like, yeah. oh, oh. Dang. And so we had to learn a lot of that, and then I think... But as far as, like, the most overwhelming, I think we've gone through seasons. So, like, the flag is, is clearly the biggest thing for us, it's kind of what we're known for, and so we started, we were making all of them, and so, probably, I guess it was two years ago, Christmas, I remember we were like 138 flags behind, (laughs) with like, put that in, like a flag takes like, like an hour at least to make, and so like, just sitting there like, 10 days before, like, our shipping deadline or whatever, and, like, we were just, we were literally sewing, like, deep into the night, <laughs> and so those those moments were, like, this is so cool, and then also, like, what are we doing, and I, I, mean, I definitely look back on those, and there's been, there's been lots of those times where, like, way too late, we realize there's an easier way to do something we've been doing. And so, like we used to cut flags on the floor, just like marking them individually, and then, like six months into the process, we built this big cutting table, and that made it so much easier. And then there's a next. The next evolution is we like hired a local factory to make them for us, and got professionals on it instead of us chumps trying to figure it out. <laughs> but there's been lots of those big hurdles. I think that we've learned, and I mean each one. There's the temptation. To quit, but I think it's it's just fun fun so far. I don't know, Brett. What do you think? Yeah, it seems like a lot of the, our biggest
0: struggles have been around the flag, <laughs>
2: <laughs> which is yeah. ironic.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it does. It's it's hard to like keep the magic, I guess, of it when you're having to deal with those just really stressful, like business tasks related to making them and getting them produced. Um, yeah like we had one time where the our producer the fact that we had make them in dallas was really late and then we went and picked them up and they just like half of them were messed up and that was a very dark night of the soul for us we <laughs> just them up, stared at him and just like had our wives in the room with us and we were just we we're talking about our options right <laughs> like we came up with a solution and got out of it but um, yeah, that was painful. The nights staying up late making flags. It was, we still, we still were young and dumb enough to have the passion to like to drive us to do it. But after that Christmas, we wised up and found someone to make them. So that right. was good. Uh-huh. I
1: but, think that's what's so uh, why a lot of people though like really relate to what you guys are doing because I mean I know personally it's cool to hear your backstory just because it's like super real and not just this, like... It's even really refreshing to hear you guys be like, yeah, we're not the biggest explorers because I feel like a lot of people are in this industry as, like, fronting that they're, like, these huge explorers and they aren't really. And they just are showing off that they are. So it's uh-huh. cool to hear all that. Um,
0: it's, yeah, and it's important, I think, just because not everyone can do that. Mm-hmm. Like, not enough room on Instagram or online even, I don't think, for everyone to be a sponsored explorer by Yeti or whoever else. Um, I mean, it's awesome that those people get to do that. I mean, the majority of us do that on the weekends and then come back during the week and go to school and have jobs and yeah, up for those big moments. So I think just being balanced and not looking on either side of the Fence and being judgmental, or totally, way is right. You shouldn't do that, or yeah, whatever. definitely.
1: Um, that's kind of a good segue to my next question, which is that: What do you guys think you've inspired in people with Keep Exploring?
2: <clears throat> Alex, <laughs> <laughs> that's a big question. <laughs> yeah, you got lots of big ones. <laughs> I, think, I mean, I don't know what we have. I would hope we've inspired people to keep exploring, but I, I think that I would hope that we've, we've played a part in opening people's eyes to that, that, that exploration is possible, that you can find new things to do during your week, during your routine, there are ways to get out of the rut, and that also that those big, incredible experiences are things that can be done. I think that's a big part with our generation is I think a lot of our priorities are different as a whole. And so I think people are finding ways to travel full time, even if they can do it for two years and then they're broke and they'll figure that out, too. And that'll be another adventure. But I think that I hope that we've played a part in instilling just like a natural sense of adventure through your everyday life, whether you are traveling or you're not right now, knowing that. Like, on both sides, kind of rose saying, like, the adventure won't last forever, but neither will the mundane. And so, having a healthy sense of gratitude for both.
1: Definitely. Um, do you guys have any crazy travel stories? Together or apart? <laughs>
0: um, let's see. I don't know. I think one of my favorites is uh, me and my wife. When we were dating, we went and camped in like northwest Arkansas, I think. We were camping on the Buffalo River, um, but it was just kind of like a spur-of-the-moment thing, and neither one of us is really a super spur-of-the-moment type person. We're both more cautious and calculated, but it was just kind of a fun thing. We decided to go up there on a weekend, and we like got there. At, we got to this random campsite at midnight, and there was like some bumpkins skinny dipping <laughs> in the river. <laughs> When we were trying to set up our tent and they like started shouting at us and we're drunk and that was crazy and then like the next day we got up and it felt like we were in a movie because like we kind of heard this like rumor from the lady that ran the campsite that there was this really cool secret um like swimming hole like in an abandoned quarry mine thing like up in the mountains and we're like okay we got to try to find that and so we like kept asking people in town and found a rough directions on where it was and drove up on this janky road and through the trees and stuff and like came over this clearing and it was like one of the coolest experiences ever because you just like came out and there was this beautiful little pond basically in this old quarry and the water was just like perfect teal blue and we just like swam for a few hours and we were, like all by ourselves. Yeah, that's awesome. That was one of our most fun
2: Explore-y moments, I think. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay, so since Brett told, like, a cool story, bring <laughs> him uh, bringing down a notch. <laughs> Good, so, that's, what, that's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> we, have, we have a tendency. I think every single time I've ever gone camping with Brett, no matter, like, the group, and I'm not blaming it all on him, but I think every single time we've gone, been in the same camping group, we have managed to leave the campsite oh, at least one day early. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because you're like, over it, or yeah, like we get burnt out and we just leave. And we usually end up like eating pizza and getting a hotel for the last <laughs> night. So just to like reveal how little exploring. Yeah, we are. Sometimes we stop like, exploring a day
1: I feel like you guys need a picture of, like, your Keep Exploring flag being, like, your, like, food towel under your pizza. <laughs> and then, like, yeah. post that one. That's...
2: <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, I think, I can remember right now four times. <laughs> yeah. yeah, one time
0: we got rained out and then had to go to his cousin's house in Oklahoma for refuge. <laughs> One time we were in the is it Palo Duro or Caprock Canyon? Caprock Canyon. Yeah, we went to Caprock Canyon with our wives last summer, I think, and <laughs> we were idiots and tried to be macho and like went up on the mountain with half as much water as we needed and <laughs> almost hit our spouses. That was bad. And we <laughs> early uh, had some really sketchy barbecue on the way back.
1: <laughs> was that in Texas?
0: Yeah. yeah I think so. Like yeah. northwest Texas. I there's got yeah. Know. There's definitely
1: a sketchy barbecue in that. <laughs> yeah, watch, watch out for smoky
0: bros yeah. somewhere <laughs> in northwest Texas. Don't go okay. there. Smoky
1: bros. <laughs> um, what is your guys's uh kind of hope or what is your next plans for keep exploring?
0: Um, well, it's actually a funny time right now. We're actually in the middle of exploring in a different way. We're starting a snow cone stand called Gnome Cones.
1: Oh my gosh, and, that's amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah, so the cups have little gnome faces on it, and then the cone ice at the top makes their little hats, so that's a lucky <laughs> kind of thing we're working on right now, um, exploring in a different way. So that's that's not directly KE related, but um, yeah, so we're, we're working on that, but just for KE, we we're trying to we're about to release some new shirts one of them is kind of like poking fun at ourselves and like the Instagram culture so we're excited to release that we're also kind of trying to get more into the like everyday carry like everyday gear type stuff where cuz that's been some of our more popular items is the stuff that people can carry with them um to class and on their keychains and stuff so we're about to release some more of that um yeah, we're all, we also were just talking this morning about we think it'd be fun to do like one week a month or a couple weeks a month, turn over our Instagram account to people that we just like or people that we like their feeds or um, maybe they are like full-time explorer, photographer type people and just let them kind of take over our Instagram for a week and post about some of their experiences just so... We can see more of their lives, and also our followers. I think would benefit from getting tips from people that are out there more often and um, just weird little quirky spots around the states or around the world that we should keep an eye out for whenever we're traveling. So,
1: yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, do you guys ever just wake up and you're like, "How the hell did I get here?" <laughs> <And> like,
0: <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> every other day
1: (laughs) (laughs) I feel Um, like I feel like uh, your company has come so far so it'd be pretty crazy to look back at everything and
0: yeah it's wild um and like I kind of said earlier it's it's a balance like some days it's we don't do as much in sales and we we don't get to take take a pay cut at the end of the month and it can be kind of demoralizing and just wondering like if it's worth continuing and then we'll get another picture or we'll see another bumper sticker on a car and it kind of motivates you to keep, keep going. And we'll get a submission of someone telling us a story of how impact that impacted them in a new way. And, um, yeah. So just finding that balance and trying to keep the determination to keep going. Yeah, definitely. Um,
1: so last question, um, how, and this is another big one, so sorry. <laughs> but how have you guys <coughs> kept in touch with your, with the heart of your message? Mm. <laughs> so it, um, uh, how you can think I, about it. <laughs>
2: how have you kept in touch with the heart of your message? I think Keep Exploring is a good reminder to me, personally, uh, because I am kind of forced on a daily basis to interact with adventure, whether it's answering emails about people requesting trip sponsorships, or it's posting on Instagram, or it's helping design new product. Like a big part of our daily life now is being faced with the concept of keep exploring, and so I think it's it's hard to go a day without, in some way, at least pondering what that means, what this brand means and what we're trying to achieve as a, as a brand and so I think I that naturally seeps into the rest of my life and so I think I mean like I'm a big like big mountaintop adventure guy like I try to look forward to those things and so I think I'm always kind of planning in the back of my mind like what's the next trip that we can go do and sometimes that's a couple weeks away sometimes it's like right now it's probably 10 months away but Mm. i think that that's that's a way that it's helped kind of keep me motivated and encouraged to to find those new experiences but then also to look down the road towards the big picture so i think just yeah having to interact with cool people all over the world who are out finding adventure makes me want to do a better job of that
1: yeah definitely
2: yeah i think for me um it's the, I guess
0: this is more of a practical or, yeah, practical answer is just, I mean, the fact that I, we have decided to pursue Keep Exploring and now, like, our num Cones concept um, as our careers, or as a large chunk of our careers and um, what we're spending a lot of our time on has taken a lot of courage, I don't know if that's really the right word, or just willingness to try something weird and try something different and um, like I went to UNT here in Denton uh, for graphic design and like at our exit interviews my professors were like so where are you going to go get a job like you need to be going to work at a nine to five design firm here in Dallas somewhere and I basically just went against that (laughs) and just seeing like all my classmates going and working at jobs that are really fun and they're getting to do what they love. And Alex and I choosing this other route that's a little more risky, but we're like our own bosses. It's way more fun and way more promising, I think, but it also has its own challenges. And so it kind of goes back to what you're asking, like what you hope we inspire. I hope that we inspire other people to explore like their own lives and like the choices that they're making with their careers and not just do what is safe and um, what is promising the most immediate paycheck or um, even like a big thing I struggle with is um, just like recognition. Like that was a big draw to go get a, like a big fancy design job in Dallas was just like getting recognized for my work and my craft Um, whereas going this route, I might not have my name on everything or I might not get an award for it, but there's a lot more pride and, um, whatever in it. And so I'm glad that I'm choosing this route. And so I think that that's, that's another way we talk about exploring like everyday life. It's not just like, what are you doing on the weekends to go like have a fun date or whatever. Like it's also, making bigger choices in life how can we think differently about money and career and passions that we're pursuing and stuff like that so
1: yeah definitely
0: that's a way that we're kind of living it out now and it's hard a lot of days
1: (laughs) yeah definitely
0: it's it's fun and i think it's worth the, the struggle